Hello, this is Dan Kalak, member of the Palma Band of Lusanio Indians and the Chief Medical Officer for Indian Health Council over the past 19 years. Miyum. May we all wonder and be blessed by the energy created by the life around us, perpetuated and created from our ancestors and their ancestors for time immemorial. We recognize the Creator's hand is all that we see, feel, think, and do here on Earth and in our short existence. We treasure our time together and we wish each other peace, happiness, and long life. For love, health, time is all we have here on Earth. We relish our bodies, minds, spiritual being, and our consciousness, drinking in our reality with the ones we love and making a good place for our people is paramount. For our Earth, our animal brothers and sisters on Earth, the ocean, the sea, and the unseen that share our space, we treasure your existence. For our children we love, live, and last one more day, if not for ourselves, but for our generations to come forever now on Earth and to the universe end. Michonne Lovick. Welcome to the What About Life podcast. I'm your host, David S. Dawson, multimedia coordinator here at Indian Health Council. I'm joined once again, and not always, but mostly always, by my good friend, George Boas. Hello, hello, hello. How are you doing, George? Doing all right. Yeah. Doing all right. A little excited. less nervous now that we started. Yeah, yeah. Once <laughs> once I'm on live, I, the nerves go out the go out the window. That's your thing. That's your thing. You get super nervous, and then as soon as it's like go time, like phew, nerves yeah. just go away, and you're you're the man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The dice is already rolled. <laughs> There's no turning back now. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Well, it's uh, it's December, and uh, we'll probably talk a little bit about you know the holidays and whatnot. But mostly, this podcast is all about introducing our new colleague, who shares an office with you. Yeah, yeah. So I'm going to let you do the intro because you spent a little bit more time with him than I have. Yeah. So uh, um, I thought it'd be fitting to introduce uh, Mr. Linton here. Uh, if you haven't met Mr. Linton. Uh, around the the facility, just imagine someone that's about as big as the Hulk. Uh, but uh, w- without, uh, 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 I'll let him paint the picture of himself. So Shaluk, you want to uh, introduce yourself here? Yeah, my name is Shaluk Lin. I'm the new PI coordinator. Just started last week, and yeah, so far it's going pretty good. It's been a heck of a week too. Like two days in, we threw in a Santa Claus outfit and threw it in front of all the seniors at Pala, right? Yep. <laughs> Do nice your ho, 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 go. Ho, 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 just sweating all crazy. <laughs> You're a really good sport about it. Yeah, like, I was like, yeah, this guy's going to fit in just fine. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't expecting that in the first week, but it happened. <laughs> so Santa Claus the first week, you're podcasting the second week. It's a, it's a diverse position that you're, you're inhabiting. Like you get to do a lot of stuff here. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully have fun. Yeah. Kind of curious how the next couple weeks are going to go. <laughs> if it's already like this. We set a, we set a high bar <laughs> the first week. Got some momentum. Well, this room's full of like really big dudes. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Like PEI is like heavy dude heavy now. <laughs> the Husky department. The Husky department. Oh, gosh. That was the word. Yeah, that was the word that was always used to describe me growing up. Yeah. He's Husky. Even my, even my jeans when we went to go shopping and we had to go the Husky section. Yeah, Levi Huskies. <laughs> and those are the ones. <laughs> Them and Wranglers. Yeah. <laughs> so you want to tell us a little bit, tell the, the world, the millions of viewers out there uh, uh, a little bit about yourself? Yeah, where are you from? What's yeah. your background? Tell us everything. <clears throat> um, yeah, I'm 24 years old. I'm from San Isabel. Um, you said this just recently started here, but before this, I worked at a pie company in Julian for a little bit, and then for about five years, I was doing Native American monitoring. And um, yeah, that was pretty good. It was pretty cool. Cool experience. Got to meet a lot of people. Got to see a lot of different places, and also see a lot of cultural artifacts and stuff like that. Well, it's a good thing you got out of that pie business because you stay there too long, you end up being heavy like like George and I. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm glad it was a short period. I didn't need to be there any longer. Gotta love them Julian pies though. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> best pies in the world. So, uh, um, 
Uh, what brought you down here to the clinic? I was just looking for new opportunities and um, especially more career opportunities, so to speak. And um, my cousin, Rick Romero, he let me know that there were some openings down here and I should try to give it a shot, you know, see what it was. And I did some a little bit of educating before with some um, field trips and stuff like that with some kids and then also some educating with some of the native monitoring with like construction crews and whatnot. And so the health part of it was a little bit different, you know, not too used to that part of it, but I thought I could give a good shot and probably do pretty well in it. Nice. Yeah, I think I think you're you're a natural. I've probably learned more in the few car rides we've had than, than I, I've had from from most most of, of the health educators out there. But uh, um, not not to take anything away from our previous because we've had some great health educators. But uh, well, every everybody brings their own unique qualities to yeah. the table, right? Yeah, I, I noticed. I noticed you said you're from San Isabel. Yes, sir. So is it? So I've heard San Isabel like well, here it is. five Here's different ways. Santa Isabel. Yeah. Santa Isabel. Yeah. So is it? So S Y San Isabel. Yeah. Santa S-Y. Isabel. Yeah. I think most people just pronounce it San Isabel. So but it's San it is Isabel. Santa technically. What is the technical term for Santa, San Isabel? Usually everyone just says San Isabel. San Isabel. Or that's why. Yeah, is it one word? Like they San drop Isabel. the ta? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we don't like Santa. <laughs> no Santa for you. Yeah. It's not Christmas town. <laughs> yeah. But that's cool. We get. Uh, I think this is the first time the PEI team has had um, the uh, um, uh, the mountain influence on the on the crew. So so that's that's really. Really exciting. We just had uh, um, uh, our, our really good friend Jason Levine from from San Pasqual, which was Kumeyaay country. Uh, uh, but uh, but now we get you know hopefully you bring some of your your uh, uh, um, your wisdom and knowledge from the mountain because <laughs> yeah. I think it's a, it's a different area, it's a di- different area up there. You know, and and and, and uh, I've been fortunate enough just to learn a little bit about you and and you sharing some of the stuff with me. So I, I, I appreciate it, and and I think. The more uh, the more you bring to the table, I think is going to be really, really, really cool. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. So far, I'm enjoying it pretty well. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah. Those of us that know that know our mountain folks, you know, they're 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 good people, good people out there. And so you, you guys spend some time up there usually. Like you got the wellness workshops at SY, and you do a lot of stuff at Warner Springs, mm-hmm. right? So, yeah. yeah. Well, we have a whole clinic up there. Well, yeah, we have a whole clinic, you know. Fine. I think yeah, I think there's always this the San Isabel campus up there, you know, to serve serve the tribes that are further away. There's this whole um, always like since I've gotten been here over 15 years. There's like always a perception that we don't we don't treat the we don't treat the mountain areas, you know. And and I remember, you know, some years back, you know, Art and myself, uh, Dr. Tweedy, he was a, a director here at one point. We made it a point. We made it a point. To say, you know, we're gonna everything we do down here, we're gonna we're gonna dupe up there. So so at least we can go to bed at night saying, listen, we're we're doing the same thing here. It, we're doing the same thing we do down the hill. We're doing up the hill, and that's always kind of been my mindset. Um, um, and 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 yeah, it takes a little more effort. The drive is a little longer. It's a nice facility. It's a beautiful facility. A yeah. beautiful drive. I've gone uh, there for my dental work a couple times this year. Oh really? Yeah yeah yeah. But because yeah, you know, Rincon's the Rincon campus is always like booked. It's packed. Like, yeah. So they're like, well, we have availability up at SY. I don't know if you're interested. I'm like, yeah, I'll go to SY for my dental work. <laughs> Place yeah. is nice. And it's not, Beautiful. it's not crowded. Like, heck yeah, let's go. You yeah. Know? How long now has it been open up there? I think since uh, 2000. Two, yeah, uh, I think 2006. Yeah. Is when it opened. Oh, really? Yeah. Around then. Oh, yeah. Around then. So, so like I said, you know, we've always made it a point just to, just to really, really give it the same attention. So, with you coming on board, I hopefully you know you you keep keep that same energy, you know get us up on that hill. You know you might have to double back a little bit. Yeah. But uh, um, well, and bring your knowledge about that area to to kind of educate us on on things that we can do, like to further promote it and and make sure people are aware that it's open and that the services are available there. And you know you're doing the wellness workshop up there, but like what other kind of you know PEI courses can we can we bring to SY that would be of of you know, benefit yeah. to, to the people in that area because not everybody's got the same needs, right? Yeah, exactly. It, it is. It will be nice to have been able to take more up there. <clears throat> Even growing up, a lot of times we came down here to Rincon for like a lot of the events or any mm-hmm. type of education, Earth Day, all that type of stuff. So it is kind of cool that stuff's moving on up there, up the mountain, and 
hopefully too I can get some more outreach and maybe some of the schools up there and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah that'd be good. Yeah, yeah. The uh, what is it, Julianne Warner? That'd be a really nice location to do Earth Day stuff at. Yeah, really. It's like yeah. right there on the mountainside, and you got all that green green expanse going off uh, to the south. Yeah, yeah, that'd be a really nice area. And uh, <clears throat> fortunate too, because uh, every once in a while. Uh, uh, so, so I get treated with, with, with a local from where, whether it's like, at, you know, Mesa Grande, Los Coyotes, San Isabel, La Jolla, somewhere up on the hill, you know, on the mountain or each, each reservation has, you know, their beautiful landscape or mm-hmm. their, 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 their areas that, that aren't necessarily for, for, you know, people like me that aren't from there, outsiders and like San Isabel, you know, I, I get to go up Volcan or around some of those, those bins up there, you know, and, and, uh, you see some really what, what, what it's about up there and. With those, with those, with those drives, or those things come the stories and and kind of what 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 it's about up there. So, uh, um, I think uh, um, you bringing some of that to the table, I think it, it could really uh, really enhance the programming. Yeah, you know, it's almost kind of Como acts, adds an accent, you know, in a sense <laughs> where we're kind of fast paced, little you know, go 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 go. But but if we could if we could just add some add some uh, uh, um, genuine quality i think that would always help you know yeah i think one of the best experiences i've had in the last year in this job was uh in preps for the 50th anniversary uh celebration that we had in may um i put together a video that was a a tribute to the lands to the to the nine tribes and the nine reservations and um art calvo and i drove to every single reservation and i shot drone footage that's cool all nine of them and it was such a cool day, <laughs> like to get to go up and see the beauty and appreciate really the diversity of of every region that that everybody's living in up here. Um, it was such a such a beautiful experience, and just I was honored that I got to do that. Yeah, it sounds really the awesome. 50th. Yeah, I'll show you the video when we're done. All right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, my girls, my girls' grandma's from from up there on the hill. Uh, and uh, um, every once in a while, I go up there and I and I see some things or I learn some things that are just so amazing or, or beautiful or, or interesting. And, I, and I'll come home, you know, kind of like a kid running home from school, and I'll share it, you know, with my wife or with the girls. And and they and look it, at you like, yeah, like, yeah, we know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's an some of the story lang- with some George. of the language can't be shared on the podcast, you know. <laughs> yeah. But uh, uh, you know, hey, hey, I learned, yeah. I learned, and that's pretty cool. And I wonder why you're so beautiful, girls. You know, yeah. <laughs> learn something new every day, George. That's the goal, right? <laughs> you know, but it's not every day you get treated with stuff like that. You know, no. But uh, no. Um, yeah, yeah, it's pretty cool. Our friend uh, Paul Gonzalez, our, our substance abuse counselor, who was who was over here for a little bit, was uh, our tipwick coordinator. Tipwick coordinator, yeah. He 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 uh, he took us up there a couple times on some of those journeys and and some of those events. So we gotta we gotta see some of the things. And then uh, um, working up there uh, for a long time, doing some of the youth programs and things like that. There was some some of the local legends around there. You know, yeah. got, gave me a tour <laughs> too. You know, so uh, uh, yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, what what else what else are you looking forward to doing down here? Um, <clears throat> maybe it'd be cool to bring in some more um, sort of arts and crafts types things that we kind of talked about. You yeah. know, maybe some sort of uh, gourd art classes. Maybe. Or... Oh, I'd be all down for the gourd art. I love gourd art. Yeah. So cool. Yeah. Yeah, I think my grandma does a lot of that. So maybe possibly getting her down here or something, and also maybe some um, traditional bow making that we've been doing recently. We did a couple in uh, Paula, so hopefully, you know, we can bring that around too. That would be kind of cool. But maybe some more kind of cultural arts and crafts, maybe, you know, that would be some yeah. good. Yeah. I mean, that's in our that's in our, our company uh, mission statement and our, and our vision goals, you know, is to make sure that we're always incorporating, you know, the culture into wellness as well. So, like. Yeah, I think that's a fantastic idea. I feel uh, like art has a lot to do with you know wellness and people you know yeah, sort of little therapy yeah. in it. Well, so, so much of of native culture is the, the art. Yeah, you know, like and, and it's and it's so uniquely specific to to the people. Yeah, and, and uh, I mean the art around the world. I mean it, every region has its own unique flair and its own unique quality, but you know. Uh, North American indigenous cultures have a very unique 
artistic style. Yeah. Um, that I think uh, should never be lost, you know, like, and the more that we can emphasize it and teach it and, and respect it and, and, and share it, I think the better off everybody will be. Yeah. yeah. Art, art is a coping skill. So when we talk about suicide prevention, dealing with hard times, art is, art is, is a big way that people, you know, music and drawing and poetry, writing art, art is a big way to, uh, to, you know, feel better. Yeah. You know, so, so the more, you know, arts and crafts, you know, we can do, which is definitely not my strong point, you know, the, uh, the more arts and crafts stuff we can do, you know, people really dig that kind of stuff, you know? So, um, which again, that's definitely not my strong suit. Yeah. My arts and crafts considered consists of, uh, a dot to dot, <laughs> uh, 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 coloring book, coloring pages. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, me personally, I, w- I would love it just for the educational aspect for myself, you know, because like I'm the multimedia coordinator here, but I'm, I'm in charge of a lot of our marketing. And so a lot of the materials that are going out, I'm the guy designing them. And, you know, I, I educate myself as much as I can, you yeah. know, but I can't educate myself enough, you know, so to have more uh, arts and, and, and craft type uh, lessons and classes that potentially I could also be a part of and further educate myself, I, I want to represent the community uh, to the best of my ability in the in the work that I do for IHC. You yeah. Know? And and so the more I can learn and really understand you know, the cultural aspect of the art, not just appreciate it for it being pretty. Uh, I think the better off my, my own skill set becomes to, to serve this community as well. So I, I love that. I would love to see us expand and do more of those kinds of programs. Yeah. I think it'd be a good idea to hopefully bring more people in, you know, people more, uh, more excited than that. Yeah. Well, we did a, you we know. did a ribbon, uh, skirt, uh, class last really? week. Two, two weeks ago now. Oh, that's cool. They had to do two days because there was such a, a huge number of signups. We ended up, like, we had, we had the sign-up form online for, like, a week. And I, I had to ask Tina, I'm like, hey, should we shut this down? Because you have three times as many people as you can accommodate oh, wow. in that room for one day, you know? She's like, yeah, we're probably going to have a second day, but we should probably, sh- you know, close the, the registration down because we, we, we just can't bring on any more people right now, you yeah. know? Yeah. Um, there's definitely a desire for for that kind of interactivity and 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 cultural, uh, you know. Uh, yeah, that's pretty awesome. Cultural man. gathering. You, you know, know, I keep forgetting to ask Tina. Um, are, are ribbon skirts? Are they look that they look similar to me all around? Every, all around, at least in our area, if they're all made the same. I was I was hearing her talking about that at the class that different regions have different styles. Oh, so really? like the plains, the plains Indian skirts look different from. Well, from yeah, the Western I was talking Indians like it just, just like, an I don't know. Hour, if the, hour, I don't know if the individual tribes in this area have different looks, uh. but, but she was talking to the girls who were, who were over there working on stuff about how uh. they, they vary around. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I have it's a, so cool. Yeah. <laughs> Go ahead. I was like, yeah, that's really cool that they had that. Yeah, especially to have that big of a uh, show up too of so many people. Yeah. yeah, it was great. I had fun when I went over there to take photos and stuff. They all they're all so like engrossed in what they were doing. It was it was really it was really cool to see. Yeah, um, yeah, but the the more you you know different types of activities, the, the better. And I think I think a good thing with with Shaluk too is is you know. You definitely being from the area, uh, knowing how to ask and, and, and request program, you know, you know, people to help us, you know, there's an appropriate way to ask, but I don't think a lot of people are telling the big dog here. No, you know what I mean? <laughs> so, so knowing, knowing how to approach people, you know, definitely being from here, you know, probably a lot of them are family, but he's our new big gun. to get uh, yeah, the things that we need. I don't think many people are going to tell, 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 you no, you know like, what I mean? Oh, they, hi. Yeah. They might say, I don't know, or, or I'll get back to you, but we're not going to get as many no's as we're used to getting, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah. I, I used to, I used, used to, to using the phone. So like, yeah. you're making all, the first contacts. <laughs> yeah, I get. I used to have a big type of presence, but people realize that I'm just a pushover. So now I, people tell me no all the time. <laughs> yeah, I got old quick. <laughs> well, you've been here 15 years. Yeah. I don't, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So people are, people are used to seeing you around. Oh, it's George. He's nice. Yeah. So don't have to worry about it. Yeah, <laughs> we'll get back to him. <laughs> we'll put you a look on him. Hey. 
Go talk to the big guy. <laughs> Tell him no. <laughs> yeah, we, we did have an interesting week last week. We did uh we had we did went out and did a couple of youth programs. So you saw that dynamic. And then we did uh, uh we had uh we asked to help with a senior party. So we did the Paula Senior Party, which which uh, the Christmas party, which which is a huge annual thing. They they that's a massive a event. lot of people at and that then event. and then and then our friend that joined our podcast, Keith Vasquez. You remember Keith? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Keith actually got the Rams, uh, the Rams organization coordinated the Rams to come out to our local high school and uh, for fi- up to 15 year olds to participate in a in a camp. So we went out there, checked it out a little bit, saw how stoked those kids were. Yeah, it looked really like they're having a good time. Oh, they were the stoked. Parents. I mean, that was yeah. all. Everybody was out there. A uh, bunch of bunch of locals that are in the in the football movement. Uh, kids were stoked. They got swag hats. You know, they were out there doing the drills, yeah. doing the up downs, the push ups. You know, just really got a taste of like, of 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 a of a high level, high energy type you know environment. And and parents were stoked. You yeah. know, and 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 really just seeing you know Keith go all out for that thing. I think. They, they uh, uh, um, um, the school, the school kind of, uh, uh, m- there was a lot of obstacles to overcome and, and Keith wasn't taking no for an answer, but he's been on our podcast. <laughs> oh yes. Yeah. Actually and- the Spotify end of the year wrap up stuff that came in this morning said that Keith's episode is our most popular episode with like 112% more engagement than the rest. I'm, I'm telling you, uh, he's a heavy hitter. Yeah. I mean, what he's trying to do what he's trying to do with our youth and get them to the next level and get eyes on them and, and get not, not just eyes on them for recruitment, but get getting kids, like he said, not just to play football at the next level, but, but be a plumber, you know, be, you know, be, a, be a, be an electrician, you know, be a better, whatever at just, the next level, you can be something at the neck. You can, you can go wherever you want. Yeah. You know, that, that's it. That's his, that's his, yeah, his learning mind, to his excel mindset. at sports should translate into you learning to excel and be better at whatever you choose right. to yeah, do. Right, and, sure. and taking the kids out and getting exposure, you know, uh, you know, Dallas, New York, Vegas, you know, these tournaments all around, and then, and then bringing the, the defending champion Rams yeah. to Valley Center. You know, that Valley Center is not on the map, yeah. but now it is. <laughs> you know, so, so anyways, we did that. Yeah. And then uh, – um, uh, um, you know the the. So the you got game. two LA teams. The of the two LA teams, which one's the better one to bring here? The former San Diego team, or the Rams? The well, you bring the champion. If you bring the defending champion, I'm just here. saying. I'm yeah. just saying. All those yeah, you, people who still bringing, hold on yeah. to the Chargers yeah. as our team. Yeah, they're not our team. Yeah. <laughs> you know, the Rams so, are more our team than the Chargers. So yeah, uh, yeah we, we you did a little. Little uh, uh, dynamic had a had a dynamic week. Yeah, real quick, right off the back. <laughs> yeah, I was I was telling Rick. It's I was gonna like, slow down a little co- bit the next couple comes of weeks. Back. So I'll tell you that. Hopefully, hopefully, it does slow down at Christmas time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but I think it's a testament to to us. You know, really. Really going out and, and trying to do our best job is, is uh, having fun and 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 you know that doing pal- different that pellet Christmas party was a lot of fun because our whole department participated in that yeah and i just want to give a shout out to beth our our boss yeah <laughs> uh, who who played our grinch yeah. and really threw herself into it like she had the voice and everything and then and then uh, sky who played your mrs claus yeah and, and monica um who was our rudolph uh just to have everybody and it was last minute to have everybody just kind of throw in and and jump in and step up you know like i love working in this department here at ihc um, you know, cause we support each other. We, we care for each other. And, you know, the second George was like, Hey, they want, want to know if we can do this, you know, but we've got our table talk. I was like, Nope, we got to take care of the community first. We'll reschedule a table talk. You take care of what you need to do. How can the rest of us help? <laughs> right? Yeah. What can we do? You yeah. know, and, and everybody just jumped in with, with both feet. And I, I it's, it's really great to get to yeah. work with all you guys. I, I, I love, I love this department health yeah. promotion and marketing here at IHC. Like whatever anybody needs, we're there. You Hope, know? Yeah. Hopefully that's the idea, you know, uh, yeah. um, cause, cause I think that's, that should be the approach. Like I was sharing, sharing with you, you know, us being the bridge and, 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 and I'm sure you living out here, you know, you've heard the things about the clinic, you yeah. know, and, and some, some things may be true, you know, and we just have to do a good job at, 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 at doing our best job 
being genuine and and getting people to uh, to rely on us, you know. Yeah. Nine eight eight has been designated as the new three digit number to connect you to the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline. You can reach the nine eight eight Suicide and Crisis Lifeline by calling, texting, or chatting with nine eight eight. You'll be connected to trained counselors who will listen, strive to understand how your problems are affecting you, provide support, and connect you to resources if necessary. So if you're feeling suicidal or in crisis, call, text, or chat 988. This flu season, be a flu fighter and stop the flu before spreading. Join IHC's flu vaccine clinic Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. to 4 p.m. Schedule your appointment at the IHC Rincon campus by calling 760-749-1410, extension 5504. To schedule an appointment at the IHC Santa Isabel campus, call 760-749-1410, extension 5600. Get the shot. Stop the flu before it spreads. Be a flu fighter. The San Diego Access and Crisis Line is your suicide intervention and prevention hotline. An Access and Crisis Line clinician will assess your situation for risk and safety through a series of questions and may refer to the mobile crisis response team or another resource as appropriate. MCRT dispatches behavioral health experts to emergency calls instead of law enforcement when appropriate. With teams made up of clinicians, case managers, and peer support specialists. The San Diego Access Crisis Hotline number is 1-888-724-7240. Hours of operation are 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Again, that number is 1-888-724-7240 for the San Diego Access and Crisis Hotline. Well, I think we have to always remind ourselves too that like when people come here, it is a it is a health center, <laughs> you know. Right. Yeah. When they come here, they're generally not in the best way. Yeah. You know, and 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 whatever whatever that situation is for them is unique to them and and it's it's something they're coping with and they're dealing with and it and Sometimes I think some of the, the the negativity and the difficulty that they're going through translates into how they talk about, you know, this facility and the and the people working here. But my experience here genuinely is people who work here care. Yeah, you know, and we all want to do the best work we can. But you know, we we all we all fall short at some point in time, occasionally, and and that's okay. But but to George's point, like we always need to be striving to be doing our best and making sure that we're yeah. paying attention to the needs of the people that we're serving. And and I think I think this department is the one that I can speak definitively on. This department does that really well. And I love being a part of this department. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. I'm glad you're here, man. Yeah, like, thank you. Yeah. Yeah, I'm glad you're here too. Yeah, so. we were all super excited. Like, I oh, can't wait for the new guy to come up. Hope he's, <laughs> hope he's cool. You know? Yeah, hope he works out. Yeah. <laughs> and we're like, yeah, what are we gonna do with him when he gets here? Well, you know, we'll show him the ropes and stuff. Yeah. And then, and then the the day before you come in, like we find out about this Santa Claus thing. Like, yeah, we know what we're doing with him <laughs> the first week. <laughs> he's gonna be our Santa Claus. What if he says no? He doesn't get to say no. <laughs> Yeah, so you were awesome, man. You were like the the butchest, beefiest beefcake Santa Claus we could have asked for. <laughs> he was all trim, walking around. Everybody was taking your picture. Yeah, <laughs> my belt was on the last loop. It almost needed oh, yeah? a smaller outfit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the belt was literally last loop. It had like twelve or thirteen loops, and it was on the very last loop. If 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 he was any thinner and more, you know, like we had to punch holes that's why i never do santa i I wouldn't mind doing santa but i've never found it's hard to find a santa outfit that fits me 
Like a lot of these costumes. I think it's in stuff, the opposite direction, though. The the a lot of these suits, a lot of these costumes and stuff. Big guys have a hard time fitting in. Oh you know? no, you'd be good in mine. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I bought the big one. Yeah, I was expecting the whole outfit too. It had glasses, the hat, hairnet, gloves. Yeah, gloves, gold bag, boot slips overs. <laughs> yeah, I don't kid around, man. When I buy costumes, I buy costumes. <laughs> I'm a comic con nerd, you know. <laughs> Cosplays everything. <laughs> Yeah, so so, so it should, should be good. So, like I just mentioned, I'm a comic con nerd. I'm, I'm, you know, like I'm not ashamed to admit it. <laughs> um, what, 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 what sort of things get you going? Like, what, what are your main interests out there? You know, what, what sort of things do you like to look, do, and yeah, geek <clears throat> out about really? <laughs> yeah, I like the arts and craft stuff. You know, yeah. like the more I get into it, and the more I learn, especially from some of the elders, uh, local elders around here. You know, I'll get on one thing and just, like, geek out on it forever, you know. So right now, me and my brother's been really into, like, the bow making, you know, doing all kinds of different research on the type of woods, the bow strings, the finishes, and then just trying to complete it, too, you know, because it's easy to make, like, a little 10, 15-pound bow that halfway shoots, but, you know, trying to make, like, a real legit one that yeah. has some real strength, it's kind of harder. But, yeah, so a lot of the arts and crafts um, – they do a lot of flint napping too on the side and making some little arrowheads and stuff like that. And um, besides that, probably one of the biggest ones is um, just like weightlifting and stuff like that. Me, my brother, and my dad usually would lift weights, you know, four or five times throughout the week. And that's probably like one of the biggest focuses each day, you know, like yeah. after work, we're going to go all hang out. I remember when I was younger and I lifted weights. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What about you, George? You remember lifting weights when you were younger? Uh, brief memories. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I had the, you know, I had like the fitness center in the in the garage. You know? yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Coaches were always like, "You're not a very tall goalkeeper. You got to be a bulkier goalkeeper." <laughs> All right, sure. Yeah. yeah, right now our whole living room is just like more, more of a gym than a living room. Yeah, got more weights and a yeah. treadmill in there, and the whole uh, bar squat, everything in there. So. There's not too much room to, for activities in there, <laughs> butt lifting weights, you know, but gives you a reason not to have any excuses, you know, it's right was, there, get it done. It was what, 10, it was 10th grade when my coaches were like, you're too small, you know, you need to bulk up so you can at least, you know, bang into people stronger, you know, yeah. since, since you're not tall, you know, I'm like, okay, great. So we got me a total gym, like set it all up. And I went from like 185 middle of my 10th grade year to 225 by the beginning of my 11th grade year oh, nice. you know and then they were like you're too big now you need to get small i'm like oh come on start running <laughs> you know? yeah. yeah but it was all muzzle like <laughs> yeah know? like what am i you guys you can't have both ways <laughs> yeah. you just did this to me yeah they oh my my high school soccer years were miserable <laughs> the coaches just like i was like a hamster on a treadmill just like <laughs> Going in circles trying to make them happy. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so well, I think I think we're good. We're good. Yeah, I think so. What do you think? Christmas anything, is anything, coming up. Anything? Is there anything you want to say about Christmas? And well, we're we're talking about the holidays this month. So if, uh, if we're coming to your area, be prepared to deal with the holidays, yeah. <laughs> whether you like them or not. <laughs> so we did. We did. We put a couple of activities together. You know, name the characters and. Some fun games, and we're also going to cover some tough stuff. So, uh, um, you know, it, it goes hand in hand. We want to have some fun, but we also can't have fun if we if we if we ain't if we're not addressing the tough stuff. So, yeah. uh, um, you know, not not too much of it. You know, if you need some help, you know, come on in, and we can get you hooked up with some of the some of the folks that, that could help some of our therapists and, and and some of our other groups. But but we want to definitely address it and and remind you that you know you might be dealing with something. Yeah. You know, more than the holiday itself, yeah. you know, it's not necessarily about the, the light not working, you know, yeah. <laughs> there could be, we watched the Chevy Chase last night, we watched the, that uh, no good, two bit, yeah. dirty rotten. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and we were, we were, he checked out 2,500 lights, <laughs> you know, he's just flipping out. <laughs> they have to flip the nuclear yeah. generator on to, to keep powering the city. Hands I love down, that movie. That's the greatest <laughs> Christmas movie Ever. That As movie now. and a Christmas story are like the two Christmas so movies. They showed a highlight that a Christmas movies. story part two is coming. There's a sequel, yeah. Have it, you seen it? It's out. 
Yeah, I haven't seen it yet. Yeah. I've, I've heard really good things from the couple. It just came out? I don't know. Yeah, yeah just I don't know. Out. I'm going to watch it. Ralphie's It's on older. like Netflix or something. I think it's oh. on HBO Max. Maybe that's it, yeah. I don't know. That's where I saw the highlight. Yeah, okay. Yeah, it's on HBO Max. So that, that's got to be a must-see. Yeah, because they, the, they brought them all back. Like all, all, the, all the people who are still alive, they all came back. Yeah. It was pretty cool seeing him more growing up, too, in that, uh, that Elf movie, too. Yeah. With Will Smith? Or, yeah. Or Will Ferrell? Will Ferrell. Yeah. 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 Elf's another one. Elf's in the top five. Did Elf make the top five Christmas movies? You know, Elf's like... Just amongst I, the table. Elf Elf came in at a time where I was kind of anti-Will Ferrell. Yeah. And, and so I never really watched I've never I been never a really big Will Ferrell it. fan, but... Like, I love Anchorman. Yeah, I, I love his movies. I kind of love Anchorman because it's San Diego. You know? <laughs> but then again, like, every time you watch a Will Ferrell movie, you're, you're LOL, right? You're rolling on the ground, right? Yeah. He's hit or miss with me, you know. Like sometimes, sometimes he's great, sometimes not. You're never gonna find me like I can't wait to watch a Will Ferrell movie. But every time I watch a Will Ferrell movie, I'll come back the next day just quoting the heck out of it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, and, and so Elf, Elf, Elf might be. I mean, what's another top five Christmas movie? Love Actually. I love that one. Which one? Love Actually. Love Actually. I haven't seen that one. It's Hugh Grant and Liam Neeson and Kira Knightley. It's a Christmas and, movie. Yeah. Okay. Recommend. It's like ten stories that all kind of like seem to be disparate, the and then five? they all come together at the end. It's yeah, it's really cool. I love that movie. Okay. What about you? It's very white. I will say that it's pretty <laughs> white. Pretty white. Like it's snow. A, like it's a British snow, film. Like snow everywhere. White? No, like oh, white like oh, British. Like it's a British. Okay. It's a British okay. movie. Okay. Okay. Most of the so, Christmas movies. Shannon Elizabeth's in it though, so it can't be all bad. Okay. You know? Okay. What about you? She look. What's the top five Christmas movie? Um, I think with like one of the original, the Santa Claus movie. Remember that's like an older one with, Tom, with uh, Tim Allen. No, it's like older than that. Like Santa maybe, Claus the movie. Yeah, with Which John Lithgow. Which one's that? I think Dudley so. Moore. Yeah, they're feeding like the the candy the, canes. The pink candy canes. Yeah. The, the, oh wait, the puce candy canes. Yeah. Christmas two. Yeah. yeah. That one. I know that one. I don't remember that. I, one. I love that it's movie. Pretty good, one, dude. Man. You just scored massive nerd points with me. I <laughs> so love what's it. What's another? What's another scene on there? <laughs> that one's so great. <laughs> the oh. reindeer all get like super high on the candy and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Is it an old, like, 19... It's a 1980s film. Oh, 80s? It's like 86 or so. All right, so you recommend it? That's a top five? Yeah, that's pretty good. Dudley Dudley Moore plays a little... Plays an elf. Okay. You remember Dudley Moore, right? No. Uh, he, He was in the movie Arthur and... Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. What's so, the villain? What's his name? John Lithgow. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. John Lithgow plays this like ma- major New York City businessman, right? Yeah. Who meets the elf who left the North Pole because Santa didn't want to listen to all his like inventions and stuff. Like, yeah, they Santa wanted to be like the old Santa wanted to be like traditional, and, you know, and he wanted to build all these new things to like improve, you know, elf yeah, assembly line productivity and stuff, yeah. you know. So he gets kicked out, but when he leaves, he takes a bunch of like the North Pole Stardust or whatever with him, and they and they realize that they put it in into candy canes, then like you know, kids can fly and stuff. Yeah, kids can fly. They put in automobiles or flying little cars. So John Lithgow's like, we're gonna do Christmas too. (laughs) You know, we're gonna have Christmas in July, and we're gonna give them all the candy canes, and they're gonna love it. You know, it's just like starting to come back to me. It's just it's a crazy movie. Yeah, like a little homeless kid that's like running around. Oh yeah, like feeding him. Like hit the his niece is like feeding him plates, sneaking plates out to him. That's a good one. Yeah, that's a fun one. <laughs> I love that you know that movie. Yeah. My great grandma used to watch it all the time. Oh yeah, yeah, we oh, watch it with great. her all the time. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> it's it's available for streaming now. You can, is you it? Can, yeah. Okay, you, I can. You that's that's a watch. Yeah. I still got it on a VCR. <laughs> oh really? Yeah. You still have a VCR? I had to buy a VCR just to watch it. <laughs> Dude, there we go. That's Santa Isabel right there. Well. <laughs> Bring it in here. I got a VCR in here. So. Oh yeah? yeah, that's some old soul right I can there. transfer it to DVD for you. If you that's want. why I had to get I had to get one of those little double ones because they don't sell just straight VCRs oh, no yeah? more. Yeah. <laughs> why don't you just stream it? I didn't know though. I looked for a while, like a little while back, and I couldn't find it. It showed up last year for streaming. Oh yeah, that was funny. I just seen the. Uh, I, I'm I'm just catching up on the reservation dogs. I was telling you, but remember when he breaks out the uh, video? What what is the VCH that they have? Uh, Big VHS. Trouble in Little China. Oh, Big Trouble in oh, Little China. Uh, and then he's like, is it, you know, he's throwing everything away. And then when he pulls it out of the trash, he's like, hey, what are you doing with that? And then he's like, it was in the trash. No, put that back. Yeah. All right, can I watch it? Yeah. All right, go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> if I reorganize all your movies, can, can I watch, I watch it? it? Okay, and then hands down, this is, this is the greatest Christmas movie of all time. 
Die Hard. No, 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 no. Christmas Vacation is the greatest movie of all time, and Die Hard isn't even in my in my top <laughs> top one hundred. Yeah, but Die Hard. Is I don't a even have movie. the Die Hard as a Christmas movie conversation. It is a Christmas movie. Yeah, I don't even go there, but but I mean, I, I, I a lot of people do. Yeah. Where do you fall on the Die Hard? Map. I don't know. I feel like I just wait for this debate every year. Every time it gets close to Christmas, everybody's fighting for if it is or isn't. Yeah. I had to bring it up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's too funny. Um, are there any uh, family Christmas traditions that you love to do with your family? Like, what is what is like your favorite cr- Christmas tradition? Um, just fight and let them down. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Just joking. Just joking. (laughs) You know, fatherhood. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) Just joking. (laughs) Uh, We, uh, uh, I like to uh, uh, just, just be present in the moment. We do the, uh, uh, this one is new. We used to go down and and buy the tree, Mm -hmm. pick the tree and buy the tree. And with, with my oldest, you know, off to school, I thought it'd be a an opportune time to to go fake tree, go artificial, go artificial. We Get went the fake toilet, tree, toilet brush tree, you know. And so we did. We went fake tree. So that tradition kind of stopped, and we just started a new one, you know. And then so you know, putting the tree together and and everything, you know. So I'm trying to I'm trying to learn to have fun doing all the all the traditions. I used to talk about dealing with the holidays. Is you know is, is I used to really burden you know be burdened by it and he used to drag and but i'm learning over the last couple of years on how to have fun with it yeah you know so because i know i know the, the wife and the kids really enjoy it well most of the kids most of the time <laughs> you know but uh um, i know the dogs do <laughs> so uh um i think i think that and then and then we have a couple of things we do with the friends we have a cookie a cookie exchange and then we have a couple of christmas crawls that we do around town so uh, yeah, yeah. Those are those are some of the things that we do. What about you guys? What about you? Yeah, <clears throat> usually just a Saturday. Actually, me, and my, we go with my mom, me, and my brothers, and, and we'll go down and pick a Christmas tree, and then have breakfast down in Ramona. We always go to the Ramona Cafe right there. They got these big old breakfasts, you know, like just <laughs> freaking huge. I've never delicious. been there. Is it legit? Yeah, it was on that one show with a uh, yeah, guy fair. Yeah, yeah. But they have this one called the Plowboy, dude, and it has like potatoes, eggs, bacon, ham, cheese, and then it's all covered with gravy too. Wow. It's massive, but <laughs> it's delicious. It's good. Yeah, really. Oh, yeah? Good. Look at his face; yeah. totally lit up just talking about it. <laughs> I'm actually pretty hungry. Yeah, but so, then yeah, so usually you Christmas. guys do that before you get the stuff out. Right, we'll do that in the morning because the Christmas places you don't open until like nine or ten. Uh-huh. So we'll do that first, and then go over pick a Christmas tree real quick. And oh yeah. Then go home and stuff. But yeah, then Christmas Day, those are usually a little busier. Go to my mom's early in the morning. And then uh, from there, we head down to my grandpa's with all my cousins and everything. And then he makes a big old giant breakfast, too. Like he makes homemade biscuits and gravy, the whole thing, you know. And then we'll have like ham left over from Christmas Eve. So we'll fry that up with eggs and potatoes. And yeah, I look forward to that. His biscuits and gravy is like the best. Oh, yeah? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But that's pretty much everything that we usually do for all the holidays. That's great. Yeah. Yeah, Christmas used to be a big deal for my parents, especially my mom. She loved Christmas. She used to, she used to change all the ornaments on the tree like every three or four days from <laughs> from like Halloween on. Like she had wow. multiple sets of of ornaments, and she just kept redecorating the house constantly. Like it was. <laughs> You'd leave in the morning to go to school. You'd come back in the afternoon. And it's like a different house. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like she just loved Christmas. Couldn't get enough of it. Um, <laughs> but you know, when my mom passed away in 2016, like I think that kind of took some of the magic away from it for a bunch of us. And of my four nephews, like three of them around that time were no longer, you know, believing. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, so it just it just kind of Christmas has been pretty low key for the last like five or six years. But I'm actually excited this year for Christmas for like the first time in like half a decade. I'm kind of jazzed about it and looking forward to it and trying to figure out what I'm going to do about feeling energized about it. You <laughs> yeah. know, but, uh, but the other Christmas tradition that that I have maintained uh, even in the in the dark times 
um, is Whamageddon. Are you familiar with Whamageddon? Mm-mm. You remember the old George Michael band called Wham? Yeah. From the 80s? They yeah. had the song Last Christmas. You know, Last Christmas. That's the jam, yeah. Gave you my heart. Yeah, that's top five. So Whamageddon yeah. is the effort of trying to go from December 1st to Christmas Day without hearing the original recording uh, uh, of that song. Oh, I'm done. Yeah. <laughs> I'm done. And if you if you if you're out, you're supposed to go on social media and do, you know, hashtag Whamageddon. Okay. You know, I lost today. This is what happened. <laughs> yeah. People get real colorful in describing how they how they lost, yeah. you know? Um, and sometimes you've got friends who are like, hey, you gotta listen to this thing and they play it and you're like, oh you have to listen to the whole song or what No, the second oh, second yeah. you recognize it, yeah, you're done, done, you know. I'm done. Yeah. <laughs> you can listen to covers, you can listen to like people singing it, yeah. karaoke or whatever, yeah. but you can't hear the original recording. The second you recognize uh, that you've heard the original recording. I think I've already I think I've even seen <laughs> <Yeah>. the video. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So so I've been playing that for the last few years. I usually get to somewhere around the 20th to the 23rd, uh, but I've not made it all the way to Christmas yet. <laughs> and it's usually a family member like does me in. They're like, oh, you're playing Whamageddon? Play. <laughs> I'm like, you! <laughs> Why? <laughs> when I was younger for a while, I don't remember how exactly it came up. I was like, probably like maybe middle school, not even that. We started putting away all the the decorations, and then my dad was like, "I think my little brother was like, oh, we just leave them up for a little while." And so we left them up for a couple months, <laughs> and we left them up for a little longer and a little longer. We ended up having the Christmas tree up for almost six years straight. We Wait, never yeah. took it down. Was well, it a real tree? No, nah, it was an oh. artificial one. Oh. But yeah, the artificial totally decorated. We with did the same six thing years? after my mom died. <laughs> After my mom died, uh, well, Dang, I think that's was, that's serious. I think it was two years after my mom Dude, died. My, my brother-in-law, yeah. yeah, my brother-in-law, and my sister wow. like separated and went went the way of divorce, and the Christmas tree never came down. <laughs> it stayed up for like three years till we till we moved out of the house yeah. and had to bring it down. Dude, that's a should look fact right there. Six years, and you had it. You did that too. Like three years. Like I wonder if that's pretty common. Up. I don't know. <laughs> Everybody prob- who came to our house is like. Duh, duh. I, it might be easier. Why is your tree still up? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I oh, have, it's definitely easier than artificial. I have a you rule. Can't do that like, if you have a real tree. Like yeah. after January, January thirtieth. <laughs> if this past January, I'm judging. <laughs> like I'm, I'm, I'm calling. I'm walking to your house. I'm <laughs> judging <laughs> you. I'm, I'm, I'm making a critique. He's in there with a the clipboard. Mm. Yeah, I'm like, uh-huh. I'm mm-hmm. concerned. I'm coming over to help. Like I'm intervening. Like I'm, at, I'm calling all the folks. <laughs> Like, okay, after January, after New Year's Day, if you're not watching, especially if you're not watching, like, the college football games, you should be taking your stuff down. <laughs> My grandpa's sister, she finishes her present opening in the morning on the 25th. <laughs> that's business. And the moment they're done, trash day, yeah. Trash bag, and then, and then Christmas tree or decoration trash bag, yeah. you know, the Christmas wrapping, and then yeah. boxes for ornaments. Everything's <laughs> packed up before, like, Dang. 5, 6 o'clock. Yeah, I, I get the vibe, like, New Year's. We always lift Christmas. stuff up until the second. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to give you that. The second for sure. Yeah. But I'm telling you, if I see January, February come around, dude, like, I'm concerned. <laughs> I'm very put, concerned. I need to put like a little Charlie Brown Christmas tree in here and just see how long <laughs> it goes like, before but, he drives him nuts. But but I did just having this podcast. Not only did we meet meet our friend and and get some facts from him, but but I like the whole Halloween Christmas. We could start with like the nightmare Halloween and then like a little Thanksgiving tree and then Christmas tree. So you can keep the tree up all all you yeah, know for the while. last quarter of the year. Yeah. You know. So yeah. it's not that stressful that because yeah, basically what happened is it is October 31st, Halloween, November 1st, Halloween decorations come down, Christmas decorations go up. That That's the way it was at my mom's place. Yeah. 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 So. <laughs> and then every three or four days, it all got changed. Yeah. <laughs> it's unbelievable. Where did all these decorations come from? I went to the store today. <laughs> you did what? I. So my mom, picture Lorelai, Lorelai who does our, our cooking program in the kitchen. Picture Lorelai about 70 pounds heavier. That was my mom. Really? <laughs> I went out to the store. I bought more decorations for the tree. <laughs> like, uh, more okay, and more. You know? <laughs> okay, mom. <laughs> That's funny. 
Yeah, my grandma usually does up her whole house like so, so crazy. But because they're just moving back in their house from getting all remodeled, she took it easy. And so we only took over like 15 boxes instead of 100 boxes of decorations. <laughs> the month's not over yet. Yeah. She's like, I think this will be it. And we're like, sure. Sure. Get the call next weekend. Yeah. Take over another 50. Yeah. We'll, we'll have to check in on you on Grandma Watch <laughs> yeah. for the next couple of weeks. <laughs> See, see where it goes. <laughs> well, yeah. guys, uh, Shalik, welcome aboard. Yeah, and, thank you. And so glad that you're part of the team. Yeah, thanks uh, for jumping on the impromptu. Oh, uh, yeah. George has been carrying a lot of weight by himself for a few months. I know he's happy to have the help. <laughs> Literally and figuratively. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't saying that, George, but, uh, you know, if you want to, if you want to, hey. it's, it's all HIPAA. You, you release it's holidays. You <laughs> it's holidays. <laughs> Um, and George, uh, as always, great to sit yep. and chat with you. Good to see you guys. Hang out. And until next time, this is What About Life. If, you, uh, if you're struggling out there with the holidays, please reach out to IHC's Behavioral Health Department. You can reach them at 760-749-1410, option four. And uh, we'd be happy to help you out and we'll provide see, you with resources. We'll see you guys soon. Take care, everybody. Thank you. Indian Health Council's What About Life podcast is made possible by the Prevention and Early Intervention Program funded by the County of San Diego Mental Health Services Act. Indian Health Council's Behavioral Health Hotline can be reached Monday through Friday, 8 a.m. to 4.30 p.m. by calling 760-751-6004. That's 760-751-6004. If you're outside of Indian Health Council service area and are experiencing a mental health emergency in San Diego, call the San Diego Access and Crisis Line at 1-888-724-7240. That's the San Diego Access and Crisis Line at 1-888-724-7240. Or call the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline at 1-800-273-8255. That's 1-800-273-8255 for the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline. Help is available. All you have to do is reach out for it. Indian Health Council, empowering Native wellness since 1970. Thank you for listening to the What About Life podcast from Indian Health Council. Please take a moment and make sure you subscribe to the show so you don't miss a single new episode. The views and opinions expressed by those interviewed on the What About Life podcast, including all program participants, are solely their own current opinions regarding events and are based on their own perspective and opinion. It is the opinion and perspective of the interviewees and the hosts. Such views, opinions, and or perspectives are intended to convey a life story or based on recollections about events in their lives on which conflicting memories may exist and are not intended to malign any individual, religion, ethnic group, or company. The views and opinions expressed do not reflect the views or opinions of Indian Health Council, Inc., or the companies with which any program participants, interviewees, are or may be affiliated. The What About Life podcast is a production of the Health Promotions and Marketing Department at Indian Health Council and is funded through the Prevention and Early Intervention Program from the County of San Diego HHSA Mental Health Services Act. What About Life is produced and edited by David S. Dawson, executive produced by Beth Turner. Our research team and hosts are George Pojas, Arturo Calvo, Jason Levine, and Marissa Yepa. This episode of What About Life is the copyright of Indian Health Council, Inc.